This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're looking at a UFO hack. That's correct, a UFO hack. Specifically, we're talking about the hack that was carried out by Gary McKinnon over 20 years ago on the NASA database where he found all kinds of interesting stuff. Now, of course, this was back in 2001-2002 time frame. The internet was in its infancy, much slower, much more primitive. The computers, of course, were, were much more primitive, but he still found out all kinds of cool stuff. It's even hard to think of it as a hack today because the security seems to have been so lax, at least according to McKinnon. And another thing that seems so strange was the uh, what only can be described as the outsized reaction from the U.S. government. Uh, they wanted to put this guy away for decades. You have to wonder, what were they so worried that he'd found out about? And why were they wanting to make an example out of him so badly? Now, this first article comes to us from mensxp.com, written by Sadhika Sagale. And the title says... Wait a minute, aliens are real, question mark, and NASA has employed them, question mark. Now, the article's dated January 18th, 2023, so it's pretty recent. He, the author begins by saying, As a kid, and even an adult, I had always been fascinated with the Men in Black movies. There was just something about the state-of-the-art offices, covert missions, and secret technology that would magically wipe your memory that could get me excited like a little child. Years later, I find myself still obsessed with the extraterrestrial, except now the possibility of aliens living among us does not seem too far-fetched or fictionalized. What if we were to tell you that in an arrangement like one we saw in the MIB movies where aliens would land on Earth and be tagged and employed by our government was not all that made up? Sounds bonkers. Wrong. Now, I would just say right here, the... There is an alternative narrative to this, and this is the one where uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower signed the, uh, reportedly, you know, the theory is that he signed this agreement with the aliens where they were allowed to take so many humans a year, but they were supposed to return them. It seems to me like the only things getting tagged are humans, okay? I'm not seeing any aliens getting tagged, but we're seeing plenty of humans tagged with these alien implants. And, you know, every time one of them shows up, all of the state-sponsored media, all of the state actors, all the deep state influencers come out and and just uh, form a shield wall to de-person the person who has been implanted or tagged to make them look like they're uh, the conspiracy theorist. Well, even after they take these implants out of them and they can't explain what they are or what they do. So that, that's one thing. I don't, I don't see that humans as being the masters of the aliens. It almost seems as if the aliens have the upper hand here. Every time a, a mutilated uh, cow shows up and there's no blood, you have all the experts come in and talk about uh, how this thing was killed by satanic cow tippers or how it was predated on by, by coyotes. You know, coyote weighs 35 pounds, bull weighs, uh, what, 1,000, 2,000 pounds, but the 35-pound coyote killed the, killed the, killed the cow. 
the bowl? I don't think so. So I understand what I understand the narrative that they're getting out the MIB black the the men in black narrative where these uh, aliens are allowed to run around here, but they have to maintain a a uh, you know they they have to behave themselves and they send these uh, MIB out to round up the unruly aliens. In reality, it almost seems to be the exact opposite of that. Just saying. Going on, it says, and we say this based on vivid and mind-boggling experience that was had, and we say this on a vivid and mind-boggling experience that was had by a hacker named Gary McKinnon back in 2001 who dared to infiltrate the security defenses of NASA and U.S. military networks to find out information that blew our minds. And they have a link to an interview with him here with him and Richard Dolan. It's actually pretty interesting. I'll put a post on the Buy Me a Coffee website. You can take a look at it. It says, in an old interview with Wired, the hacker Gary McKinnon, who later went on to face extradition to the United States from his North London home, shared how his inspiration to conduct the hack into the NASA database was a book by Hugo Cornwall, Cornwall called The Hacker's Handbook. He said... I knew that governments suppressed anti-gravity, UFO-related technologies, free energy, or what they call zero-point energy. This should not be kept hidden from the public when pensioners can't pay their fuel bills. He's got a point. Free energy would be great. But what does free energy also do? Well, it creates the opportunity for anybody to, to build a, an atomic-like bomb. Free energy. Think about it. If you could transfer energy for free, that means you could use that energy to blow things up. So if they have this technology, it's not just that it could be used for good, it could also be used for bad. It goes on and says, But little did he or any of us know what he would find in those secret files would be far beyond trade secrets. As it turns out, Gary got his hands on an Excel sheet that had the ranks and names of unknown individuals with another tab for material transfers between ships. So he uncovered the fact that there's this whole parallel a society going on, this whole parallel uh, military operation happening that we have no idea it's even going on. He said it contained names and ranks of U.S. Air Force personnel who are not registered anywhere else. It also contained information about ship-to-ship transfers, but I've never seen the names of these ships noted anywhere else. He continues, while talking about the kind of evidence he found on the secret files relating to UFOs, Gary said there is the Disclosure Project. This is a book with 400 testimonials from everyone, from everyone from air traffic controllers to those responsible for launching nuclear missiles. Very credible witnesses. They talk about reverse-engineered technology taken from captured or destroyed aircraft. Gary McKinnon was then arrested by the British National High Tech Crime Unit in March 2002, and by March 2000. And by November of 2002, the U.S. Department of Justice started their efforts to extradite him. Now, this went on for a long time. They had big plans for putting this guy away. He was, he was Julian Assange before there was Julian Assange, okay? Whether or not there was any truth behind the files discovered by McKinnon is still unknown and was kept under wraps, but it led a lot of people to believe that aliens do in fact exist among us and have been to a point been domesticated by the government forces. Now this to me is a very deceptive thought to think that something that is advanced possibly millions of years beyond where we're at that we could that we could somehow outsmart 
and domesticate that entity is a very dangerous notion. Okay, we've just seen in the last six months what's going on with uh, artificial intelligence. I just read somewhere yesterday where they thought that the game of, of uh, what's it called, Go and uh, poker could never be solved by a computer. AI solved both of them. That I there, I was watching an interview with talking about how AI was used in training with uh, Air Force fighter pilots and how it just it just obliterated them. They couldn't compete. So this AI may not have any uh, emotional intelligence, but it has a great effect as far as how it can control and can control an environment and take over a situation. It's very dangerous, and that's just what we've done in a few months. Okay. Imagine what some entity that had been around for a couple of million years could do. It, at the, if it could process the speed of a computation like our own computer does. Now imagine your mind computes even faster than a supercomputer when you consider uh, all the brain power it takes uh, just to, to see something, to taste something, just to experience the five senses. Now you take that computing power and you just multiply that times 100 to see what happens. So the idea that we, as mere humans, could domesticate these things seems like a very deceptive and dangerous thought to me. It goes on here, it says, Could it be that MIB was then based on true events, or was that too just a coincidence? Well, it does seem very suspicious, and it seems very suspicious that, that uh, all this stuff happens... And the U.S. just rushes in there, okay, and immediately wants to lock this guy up. It's it's should it tells me that yes, there is a very dangerous situation happening here. Now I want to go ahead and take a look at another article, and this one here is from the Mirror.uk. It's dated June fifth, twenty twenty-two, by Declean Carey. It says how Brit hacked into NASA for proof of UFOs and found cigar-shaped alien craft photo. It says British hacker Gary McKinnon claims to have found thousands of files hidden on NASA's system, including one of an alien spacecraft which is shaped like a cigar. Remember, this is back in early early 2000, and so when you downloaded a computer back in 2000, if you if you're old enough to remember that. I mean, it might, depending on your connection, and a lot of the connections are very slow, the DSL, or you want to call it, it might take 10 minutes for a picture to download. So that's how really how he got caught. He just, his download connection was not fast enough. He wasn't able to save the pictures that he needed, and basically he was just looking at this stuff. Now it says, when British hacker Gary McKinnon gained access to NASA files, he did not expect to find evidence of alien life, but he claims to have seen thousands of images stored on the space agency's system including one of a cigar-shaped alien spacecraft. It goes on, it says, The 56-year-old computer whiz says he found the photos between February 2001 and March 2002 when he broke into 97 U.S. government computers. The hacker believes NASA is covering up evidence of alien life and was shocked at the amount of pictures being hidden away. Well, we know they're hiding pictures, because remember we did a podcast a while back, we talked about an article where NASA says they've got 2 million photos of the moon, but you can't see them because they haven't had time to sort through them yet. Well, why would they need to sort through pictures of the moon? Obviously, they're hiding something. 
A lengthy legal battle began once Gary's findings were shared and the Brit was even threatened with an extradition and prosecution. It goes on and says, Speaking to the son about his findings, Gary explained his initial shock and disbelief at uncovering what he believes is proof of aliens visiting Earth. He said it's a fact that there are objects we don't understand flying around in our skies. It's also a fact that there are scientific, intelligent, and military departments that study these objects. Well, we know this. They've been hiding this from us for years, and we're getting little bits and pieces here and there. But it's just a jigsaw puzzle at this point. He says, I was absolutely gobsmacked, and those folders had thousands more images. Remember, 2001, the computer uh, connections were extremely slow. You know, you, could, you didn't watch video on the, on the Internet back then. So he's downloading these pictures very slow. It would have taken him a year to download everything, maybe longer. So he's just getting a tiny, tiny glimpse of what's in there. And it's amazing how arrogant that they were, that they didn't even properly uh, secure these images. That's how arrogant they are. It's, they've got the information. We don't have anything. They know all about it. You know nothing about it. So shut down, sit down and shut up, basically. It says, when word spread about Gary's findings, the situation escalated, and prosecutors in the U.S. wanted him jailed for up to 60 years. Oh, yeah, they wanted Julius Assange him. They wanted him in a deep, deep underground prison somewhere in the middle of the country where he would never be found. He was arrested in 2002, and also in 2005, at the request of the U.S. authorities, who said the cost of fixing the problems he caused amounted to more than $700,000. That sounds like absolute garbage to me. Okay, They were embarrassed and they were humiliated because their incompetence was exposed. Now think about that. If this is true, what he's saying about these photos being found, about these people having interactions with aliens, we have the most incompetent people on the planet dealing with an advanced species of entities or some kind of creation, possibly millions of years old, possibly magnitudes more intelligent than our most advanced AI. Think about that. Think about how smart AI is, how quick it could beat you in a game of cards or in a dogfight. Multiply that by a hundred or a thousand. Now take that entity and have that entity deal with some of the dumbest people on earth. That's where we're at, if this is true. Okay, dumbest people on earth telling us that UFOs aren't real, that aliens aren't real, that none of this exists, while they're being manipulated by the very things that they think that, that they have domesticated. Now, that's a, that, that, that's a riot there. It goes on and says, He was arrested in 2002 and also in 2005 at the request of the U.S. authorities, who said the cost of fixing the problems he caused amounted to more than $700,000. Look, the problems they've caused... The problems they've caused by contacting these things, by letting them into our system, by subjugating us to them in so many different ways with the cattle mutilations and the abductions and all the rest. The problems they've caused show a cost of far more than $700,000, clearly. It was agreed in 2006 that Gary would be extradited from the UK, but this led to years of appeals and a campaign to prevent it. On October 2012, former Home Secretary Theresa May blocked the extradition on account of Gary's Osberger's syndrome. He should just be thanking God he's a protected class. Otherwise, he'd be done. Current Labor Secretary Keir Starmore was Director of Public Prosecutors at the time 
and two months later announced that Gary would not face prosecution in the UK. Gary avoided legal action and brought attention to the issue of governments potentially covering up evidence of aliens visiting Earth. But why was Gary looking at NASA's files in the first place? Former NASA employee Donna Hare claimed satellite images were often scrubbed of UFO evidence at the Johnson Space Center. And we've heard about Donna Hare's testimony before about how they just had a whole department airbrushing UFOs out of the pictures. That might explain why they don't want you to see the two million pictures of the moon. Just a thought. Gary had heard about this claim and was looking to verify Donna's account when he accessed the NASA files. Gary claims he saw four folders named filtered, unfiltered, processed, and raw. He goes over, he says, however, his 56K dial-up internet connection slowed him down and he managed to get just one picture from the folder before he lost access, an image of the cigar-shaped spacecraft. The issues of aliens visiting Earth made headlines in America last week as congressional meetings held with UFOs. This is from a year ago, of course. The first meeting of this kind in more than 50 years, and it goes on and talks a little bit about that. But then it says, But Gary is not convinced that the event is significant or will lead to further information about alien life being shared. Now, if they can't even show you some pictures from NASA, if they wanted to lock this guy up for 60 years for exposing a couple pictures that NASA had, I don't think you should hang your hat on disclosure. He said, the hearing is not significant at all for disclosure. These hearings, discussion panels, and the like are never fruitful for disclosure. No, they're limited hangouts. Gary's belief is that evidence of UFOs is being hidden in the U.S. This would be because the technology, the technological advancement of alien crafts are too advanced for humans to comprehend. It could also be because technology has been extracted from mystery objects which the government wants to hide. Well, it could also be because the aliens are telling them, don't tell us about it. You know, it could be that these incompetent people that, we've, that have somehow gotten control over us in league with the aliens who now are so foolish to believe that they somehow are controlling the aliens and tracking them, when in fact it's the aliens, aliens themselves controlling our incompetent leaders, they think that they, they feel like they have to keep the truth from us. That allows them to stay in this pivotal position of authority between us and whatever else is out there. And as far as I can see, it's probably the most dangerous a situation you can imagine, but we're powerless to do anything about it, except just to, I suppose, uh, put our trust to God and and put our own autonomy out there, not depend upon these people for trust or for disclosure. That's the absolute worst thing you can do is to look for the government, the deep state, these authority figures for disclosure or for truth about the UFO phenomena. You're not going to get it, because even if they knew it, they wouldn't give it to you. Chances are, though, they're so incompetent, they have no idea of what they're dealing with. That's what makes the most sense here. It says, Gary maintains that his hacks caused no harm, and the fact that he was able to break into the NASA machines is because they used unsecured versions of Windows. So you pick one of the worst operating systems in the world, we all know how junky it is, and then don't bother to put a password on your account. And then any kid can come along, type in the word password or whatever other word they're using, one, two, three, or whatever it is, and just have a look at all your stuff. It's basically what happened. Where's the incompetence at? You know, the damage is in the incompetence of the deep state, not in some random person who, who, you know, hacks into your system. It says, while undisputed proof of alien life 
has yet to be found, the work of people like Gary raises important questions about what governments around the world may be keeping back from the public. Wow. NASA was contacted for comment by the Sun. I'm assuming that they received nothing back. Well, that story is just fascinating on so many on so many levels. I mean, you have this idea, this narrative that NASA, the Department of Defense, the Deep State, is somehow uh, in collusion with this uh, alien class, this entity, multiple entities, whatever. And that, just like in the movie MIB, they've got these guys in black suits that are faithfully running around, you know, like this high-tech FBI, keeping track of these guys and making sure they don't do too much damage. And, and they're tracking them, and they're doing a good job. Well, you know, that idea is fine for a movie. But it doesn't seem to be a possibility in the world that we live in when we can look around us and see so much incompetence in so many different areas, especially in our own government. I think everybody can agree on that. The amount, the amount of waste and corruption, it just, it's mind-boggling. It's human nature. It's been that way since the beginning. That's, how pe- that's what people do. People become incompetent. They become corrupt. They become deceptive. They steal stuff. They lie. They do all kinds of bad things. Why should our government be any different? That's why the Founding Fathers wanted a small government. They figured they couldn't limit the corruption, but at least they could limit the size of the corruption. That was the whole point. And this this deception, this corruption, this, this whatever it is, it's not going to stop at the door of the UFOs. If these guys have access to this kind of technology or, or knowledge or whatever... They're gonna they're they're gonna do what corrupt people and competent people do. They're gonna try to hoard to themselves and keep it from you. It's quite simple, and that seems to be the case. And that seems to be what Gary McKinnon was stumbling upon. And that seems to me to be the real reason that the deep state wanted to lock him up for the rest of his natural life. Not so much they got a picture of a UFO shaped like a cigar. Okay, they could just write that off as a fake. But the idea that he could have stumbled upon the truth, the truth being that an incompetent government was in league with an advanced entity. They thought they were in league, but they were actually being controlled by an advanced entity. And we were on the verge of losing our freedom and our way of life as we know it, because as we speak, this group of buffoons was turning over everything to this advanced, strange alien entity, thinking they were in charge, when the whole time they were just giving away everything in the kitchen sink. That's that's the story they really didn't want told. They really don't want people to know the potential danger there. Not from China, not from Russia, but from the incompetence of our own leaders. If they can't deal with Russia or China, how in the world are they going to deal with somebody from the other side of the galaxy or from somebody from some inter- interdimensional uh, entity. They're completely outclassed. That's the real story. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over now.